Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Abbey Normal Podcast. I am your host, Colin. And I'm Aaliyah. And welcome back, everyone. I know it's been a while since you've heard from us. I know. Moving is a process. It has been a bitch. Yeah. And it, but it's always been a bitch for me. But this time, after not doing it for four years, yeah, that, this is like a psychological bitch this time. Yeah, and it was really challenging that first weekend when we were moving in here because we didn't have Wi-Fi yet, so our, our episode... That we posted, I believe it was the Who Am I game, came out a little later in the week than usual. We got it up, and a lot of people enjoyed it, so I'm glad everybody liked the game that we played. Yeah, even a friend called and talked to me last night about it, too. But yes, he was asking me about, you know, the podcast and stuff, and I was just like, oh, you know, just hang in. We haven't done anything cause since we've been moving, but he said he enjoyed the last episode. Yeah, so we're glad that a lot of people did enjoy it. We, Like I said, moving's a process. We're still... Some of our stuff is still in boxes. Yeah, we got most of the things that we got and stuff for our move so far. But the only few things that we do need to get rid of is just some boxes. That's it. Yeah, and as far as our podcast room goes, it's one of our extra bedrooms for the house. And... It's a little echoey in here, so if you get like a bit of an echo in this room, that's why. Hello. I don't know if we're going to line the room or walls with uh, foam or soundproof foam, so it's not so echoey. I don't know. I mean, it's it would sound pretty interesting if we had if the echo sounded good. But otherwise, I mean, this all works pretty well. I mean, we've got a nice little setup. We got some furniture going. We've got. I like it. Yeah, we just got our new bed frame and end table we still have to get the box spring and mattress in but otherwise it's coming along it's so funny one of our friends when we were moving in here he did say to me it this place does seem look like a horror movie why i don't know just as just kind of the setup itself and not only that there's a padlock on one of the doors to the attic but and it's just so funny that one of my friends looked at me he was like can you explain that i'm like our house is haunted but it's not. It's, it's not, not haunted. I was joking with him. But you I don't want to get into the... No, it's just a very odd and weird story. I don't feel like it's our business sharing No, right no, now. it's okay. Not right now. But if you ever talk to us up, up close, yeah, we'll tell you. So when I see this house, you know what I kind of get? Mm. Especially upstairs where like the staircase and all that stuff. Hellraiser Hell vibes. Oh, God. I was gonna say too because well, of not the, maybe Hellraiser, but like kind of close with that, and like maybe maybe the Changling, or I don't know. Or another thing that we've kind of put off since the move is going to see any new movies in recent weeks and well, months. Well, because we're busy. Plus, we well, need that, to get I, new furniture in this place. I understand that. That's why I'm saying because I still <clears throat> have not seen Scream Six, and she's still upset about that. And at this point in time, it's no longer available in any theaters, and that's why so, she's still upset about it. I am pissed because I have been actively avoiding spoilers mm-hmm. for the life of me. But people keep coming and up to you. No, most podcasts I listen to that are horror-based have already seen and watched and talked about Scream 6. Then don't listen to them. I, 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 that's, what do you think I've been doing? <laughs> what do you think actively avoiding honey, spoilers honey, means? Honey, honey. But we did go see a movie yesterday, so. Yeah, we went to go see Renfield. Which we were very entertained by. I was very pleased with it. I was very pleased with it, too, as well. I thought it was incredibly funny. Considering it's a horror comedy, I mean, I've, I've spoken my opinions about horror comedies and on I've, the podcast And before. I've spoken my opinions about horror comedies, and I feel like I, I enjoy them so very much so. So and I don't usually enjoy them, but this one was pretty good. I feel like for me, it's kind of like I don't know. Nicolas Cage was challenging and challenging his old. I mean, channeling. Channeling, challenging, right? Anyway, chant, chant. 
Yeah. He was doing his old um, nod to like his old movie. What is vampire it? Kiss. Yes, Vampire Kiss. And literally in the movie, he's not really a vampire in that one. He acts like it. But in this one, he actually is a vampire. I'm just going to summarize it by saying, but his, I'm sure. Yeah, crazy expressions and yeah, everything. I was say, I just, that's what I loved about it. I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of people have already seen the meme all over social media of Nicolas Cage with a wide-eyed crazy face. That's Vampire Kiss. That's from Vampire Kiss. And we saw a lot of that facial expression in this film, which was kind of funny to see, like, in action. Yeah. Instead of just a still frame. Because he, he hasn't done anything vampire-wise since 1988, so. But yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. Or was it 89? I don't know. But it was a very interesting movie. It was very funny. My... <sighs> Only issue, I know. and this is the only issue I had with this movie. She explained to me this yesterday. The CGI blood. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of fighting sequences in this movie, and they're all very gruesome. And the the blood splatter is just so astronomically what do you call it? Not eccentric, but it's it's highly emphasized. It, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of blood splatter. Yeah, it's very, um, they they overdramatic on the blood splatter. And I think, well, yeah, but here's the problem with CGI blood, is that when you use CGI blood, uh, what do you call it, continuity of the blood splatter pattern on mm. the set is inconsistent with the amount of CGI blood shown in these fighting sequences. Like, there's a scene, I'm just going to, like, example the scene at his apartment in the courtyard mm-hmm. when the cops and the Lobo crime... The Lobo family. The Lobo family come and try to kill him. There's a scene where he literally grabs somebody by the arms, kicks his chest, and his arms go flying off. And, like, a splatter of blood goes you can everywhere. Tell, yeah. Like, that was extremely exaggerated. But then you would think that that kind of moment where all this blood is splattering, you would think that there would be... A large quantity of blood splatter all over that scene. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Not many. Nuh-uh. And you would think, too, that there would be way more blood on their clothes after the fact than before. There's yeah. not much. I will say I have a favorite villain in this. And okay. it's the uh, the guy from uh, DuckTales and Park and Rec. Oh, uh, Teddy. Teddy. Like, yeah, Teddy Lobo. Teddy Lobo. He, I thought it was Tommy, ben, but it's no, Teddy. No, it's Teddy Lobo. He's played by Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec. I and, am DuckTales, and I love Ben Schwartz. He is so fucking funny. Even as a villain, you cannot help but to like love his character but hate him at the same time. I find him incredible. Well, here's the thing. I don't find Ben Schwartz as a person incredibly annoying, but I find some of his characters, his comedy style to be... A little annoying. But I feel like that's what it is. When you see him, you can tell that he looks like the type of guy who would be super extra at a party. Right. You know? And he and, is. And that's and, what I feel like he channels. Is channel, uh, channels. And I think the funny thing, too, about that is, is because he's so annoying. Yeah. That you kind of hope or at least expect him to die early on in the film. He doesn't. i kind of glad he didn't die early. I want him to keep going. Although his death scene, and I'm not going to give too much away, but his death scene, you said, was like very Mortal Kombat-esque. Yeah, which I very, because they did that, especially in the um, later video games, they kind of show like the scanner of like inside the body. You mean the, the x-ray? Bo- the x-ray of like... POV, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the bones and all that, the cracking. I love that. And I was just like, oh my God, fatality. 
Yeah, so it was a fun movie. I really liked it. Nicholas Holt is a great actor. Oh, Nicholas he, Holt is perfect. I loved him. He always in, delivers. In, I, I love him in X-Men and stuff, and I kind of forget sometimes that he actually is English because he can do an American accent very well. Oh, yeah. Mm. But speaking of Aquafina, I like her a lot, too. Uh-huh. And I don't really see her in a lot of movies. She was in Shang-Chi. That's the only movie I've seen her in. Yeah. And I know that she did the voice of the dragon in Raya. Yeah, so she does a lot of involvement with yeah, she does a lot of involvement with Disney, but I think for definitely for a non Disney movie she did really well in this. Alright, so speaking of that, yeah. we should definitely climb into our our show what we're gonna do today. Yeah. And since we really didn't have time to really research for any movie or stuff like that, or she did I was thinking, and she was thinking too, that we should both play a game again. But yeah, moving is a challenge, and it takes up a lot of our time. Unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of time to take any notes for movie reviews. So this week, we're going to do a game. We I had Colin pick. So mm-hmm. he picked our Horror Trivia Part 2 Deeper Cuts card game. We have played this on the podcast before, but I'm just going to go over the rules really quick because it's kind of simple at this point. Uh, To avoid becoming a casualty, you must answer multiple questions correctly and collect three different weapons cards. So playing the game, when all players are ready, the reader draws the top card and reads the first question aloud. The player or team in play gets one guess to answer correctly. If the answer is incorrect, the turn is over and the game continues within the next player slash team and a new card. Should the player team answer correctly, the reader then reads the second question on the card, and again, an incorrect answer results in the turn being over. Should the player or team answer both questions correctly, they win that question card, and the game then continues to the next player team on the left. So there are five different weapon cards. There's the machete, the axe, the chainsaw, the crucifix or cross, and a crossbow. And to win the game, you must collect at least three different weapons cards. When we play this game, just the two of us, we play it, whoever gets the first of all five wins. Mm -hmm. Do you still want to do that? Sure. Okay. Why, is there another way to win this? Just three. Okay. If you get get three different cards, I feel like that would go by way too fast, though. Well, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Like, whoever what gets the all the all those weapons together. Yeah, I think whoever gets all five weapons cards first wins. And usually when we do any sort of trivia game, we like to give each other at least three guesses to answer correctly. And we usually give hints. I'm going to keep it the same. You get three guesses to get the right answer. You get up to two hints, though, per question. All right. Does well, that seem fair? Yeah, I'll go first, I'll pull my card and ask Colin the question. So Necronomicon Ex Mortis is the scientific name of what tomb or tome? What? What tome? Yeah, T-O-M-E. Tome. Tome. What's a tome? Necronomicon Ex Mortis. What does it what does that mean in Latin? Oh, the Book of the Dead. Yes. Good. Okay. Question number two. A possessed painting helps Vigo the Carpathian take over an infant soul in what supernatural sequel? Ghostbusters 2. Yep. So you got your card. You got Mm -hmm. the chainsaw. I love this game already. All right. Your turn. So I'm going to grab it from this pile because she got her pile and I have mine. Mm -hmm. 
Industrial Laundry Press is possessed in what 1995 Toby Hooper film starring Robert England? Is it Urban Legends? Nope. Two more guesses. Haunted Dry Cleaning? What, did you, what was it, the question? An industrial laundry press is possessed in what 1995 Toby Hooper film starring Robert England? Well, it's not Urban Legends then, and that's the only other Robert, Robert England movie I know aside from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other movies was he in? Guess another one. Just guess any can name. You, can you give me a hint? No. Can you tell me who else is in the movie that you I know have, of? I've never really fully seen this movie, so I can't tell you. Ugh. Damn it. Is it a movie I have seen? No. I don't yeah, think so. I wouldn't know. So. I, I would get it wrong then. You give up? I give up. The Mangler. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. I've never seen The Mangler. <laughs> uh, the second question. This is the main antagonist. Well, in- I didn't get the first question right, so. Oh, wait, never mind. So, yeah. You have to get both questions right to get the card. Yeah, never Here. mind. Oh. Matt. Donald Pleasance of Halloween fame also portrayed a priest in what 1987 John Carpenter supernatural thriller? Prince of Darkness. Yep. How was the virus spread in the 2008 Canadian horror movie Pontypool? By cooties? No. Have you ever seen Pontypool? No. I haven't seen it either. So, I don't know. Through the English language. That's a weird way. Yeah. Okay. I guess any way is possible then. All right, your turn. All right. Nobody trusts anybody now, and we're all very tired. Name the movie. Nobody trusts anybody now, and we're all very tired. Is it The Thing? Yeah. Oh, cool. Actually, wait. Have you seen the whole movie of The Thing? No, actually. I've never never seen any of The Thing movies. Yeah, which is funny. I mean, that movie has been remade, what, three times already? I think the original... Yeah. I think the original film, The Thing That Came From Outer Space, is on Tubi, I think. Yeah. And the thing, I think it's on a, on a streaming service. I don't know if it is or not. I know the remake slash prequel of the thing is on Netflix right now. So there has to be the John Carpenter version somewhere. Maybe. What was the final resting place of Sadako Yamamura oh. in the Japanese film Ringu? Which what is, is the Ring. final? What is the final resting place? Yeah. Isn't that a well? Yep. Okay. You got it. Cool, I, I know, got a and, you've, and you've never seen Ringu either. I've seen The Ring. Yeah, but not the original. Right. A dance floor full of ship passengers is cut in half by piano wire in what 2002 Supernatural film? We just talked about this movie. Ghost Ship? Yes. Oh shit, that, I've never seen it. That is probably the best scene in the whole fucking movie. I've never seen Ghost Ship and I actually got that right. It's the opening scene in the movie and it's probably the best scene uh, out of the whole I film. I think the only reason why I know that because we talked about this recently and also I know that Ghost Ship came out in 2002. So It's iconic. Like A lot of people say today like this is the best kill scene. And I, I agree. Like When you watch it, it's like really messed up. Anyway, Sam Cooke's version of this song is the famously heard in the transformation scene in American Werewolf in London. Blue Moon? Yes. I know, that's your favorite movie. I'm not surprised you got that right. Actually, Blue Moon is my favorite, too, and I think the reason why I got into Blue Moon is because of this movie. All right, so so far you have a chainsaw and a machete. Yeah, I've been kicking ass with these so far. Your turn. All right. Uh, What was the nickname... Given to Matilda Dixon, a spirit who visits children on the night they lose their last baby tooth in Darkness Falls. Wait, what was the name of the creature? 
What was the nickname given to Matilda Dixon? Oh, a Tooth Fairy. Yes. Okay. All right, you got it. The Green Inferno is an homage to an Italian cannibal films, particularly what 1980 horror film? <sighs> we talk about this a lot. And Suspiria. No. The oh. Cannibal? Okay. Cannibals. There's no cannibals in Suspiria. There's witches. But... Is it Cannibal Holocaust? Yes. Okay. My God. See, like... I... <clears throat> I know the Green Inferno is part of some Italian horror trilogy. I didn't know that it was part of Hannibal, Cannibal Holocaust trilogy. All right. All right, so we're My two turn. for two. Yeah, I got the cross and the chainsaw. So let's see. Colin, what is the species of gizmo, which means devil in Cantonese? Oh, um, Mogwai. Yes. What is the name of the pub that David and Jack visit in American Werewolf in London? The Slaughtering Lamb. Yes. These are too easy for you. I just I know, feel like. I just, I know my shit. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. All right. So let's see. I love this game. What is the name of the final girl in the 1974 film, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I know her first name is Sally, but I can't remember her last name. Yeah. It seems kind of hard. Harding? <laughs> is that your hint? Well, let's just say it's really hard. Hardigan? No, you're... I'm on my final guess now. I just wish I... Can you just give me Sally? I know it's Sally. Yes, it's Sally. Her last name is Hardesty. Hardesty? Hardesty. Hardesty. Yeah. Who the fuck is supposed to remember that name? (laughs) What's the second one? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're too funny. I love you. The fictional creature has been portrayed by Charles Ogle, Boris Karloff, and Robert De Niro. Oh, Frankenstein's monster. Yep. Yay, I love that one. <laughs> which one? <laughs> Choose wisely. The Frankenstein monster. No, which character portrayed? Oh, Boris Karloff. Thank God. Although Robert De Niro's was a little bit more... Creepy. It was creepy and... and perverted. Well, it was creepy in style, but also it had the widest character arc. He, he was very extra. Mm. Anyway. Especially towards the end. My turn. Yeah. But Boris Karloff will always be my man. Go okay. On. What iconic slayer said the line, if the apocalypse comes, beep me? Oh, if the apocalypse... What iconic slayer... Ash Williams? No. Said the line, if the apocalypse comes, beep me. Famous slayer. Iconic slayer. Iconic slayer. Wow. More than famous. It's iconic. Okay. The, the word slayer is used in their title. Dragon Slayer? No. No, um... That's your th- second guess. Wait, wait, Vampire Slayer. Yeah. What's her name? Oh, uh, Buffy? Buffy. The Vampire Slayer. Buffy. The, oh, what's her last name? Buffy. I never knew her last name. Just give Are me you Buffy. Me? Just give me Buffy. Okay, I'll give you that since you gave me Sally. But it's Buffy Summers. That is right. Yeah, Buffy Summers. Because Donald Sutherland said... In the movie, you must be you must be um, Buffy Summers. Yeah. yeah. Angela Lansbury stars in what 1984 gothic horror film? We've seen this movie together. Angela Lansbury? Yeah. 1984 gothic horror film. Gothic horror film? It involves one of my favorite creatures in horror. The fuck is that? You know how you like vampires? <gasps> wolves. Okay. Is this a wolf one? Yeah. What's the name? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, oh, and Company of Wolves? The Company of Wolves, but the yes. Of Wolves. Yes, oh my god. You are one more away 
from winning. You just need Yo, I'm the crossbow. Ass. I'm fucking shit up. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Oh, your turn. All right, cool. Pick one. All right, all right, all right. This is for all the mothers out there. Oh, I see. The, I just saw the answers on the back of your card. You got to pull out a different one. And you got to make sure I don't see the back of it. Go. Larry Drake plays the titular... Titular? Titular character with a penchant for manical laughter in what 1992 film? What was the actor's name? Larry Drake. I don't think you've seen this film. Larry Drake played the titular character with, with a the... penchant for maniacal laughing. Yeah, in what... 1992 film. I was gonna say it's not Pennywise because nope. Pennywise is not the titular character. Yeah, plus, that one came out in 1990. A laughing. I don't think you've seen this. I probably haven't. You give up? Yeah. Mr. Giggles. Yeah, I've never seen Mr. <laughs> Giggles. All right. I, well, I didn't get that one. Oh so yeah, you, that's right. Never mind. I hate that because I love the second question better. That was the Motel Hell question. Oh, I never seen Motel Hell either. Yeah, I, okay. want to, I actually want to go see that. I want to see that film. So this is a chainsaw card. Do you still want me to ask it, or do you want me to find the crossbow one that you need to win? Crossbow's right there. Okay. Don't worry, All I right. see it. This spaceship's last footage revealed possessed crew members participating in horrific blood sacrifice rituals. You, I don't think you've seen this one. Is it, wait, let me guess. Life Force? No. You get three guesses. So that's one. Alien? No. Alright, do the question again. This spaceship's last footage revealed possessed crew members participating in horrific blood sacrifice rituals. Is there a guess to this? Do you, do you know well, this film? It's a, definitely a sci-fi horror film, I would say. Is this an older film? I would assume so. I don't know exactly what year this came out. It's a movie you and I don't, I don't think have seen together. Oh, fine, I don't know. Event Horizon. Uh, I've never seen that. Neither have I. That's why I'm, I wasn't sure. But here, you you pull the next card. Actually, that one's a cross. So try to find a machete or a... Did I get a machete? Oh, yeah, I did. You get have a machete. I don't. So, five police officers enter a world of madness in what... 2015 Turkish surrealistic horror film. Five police officers entered another world. Yeah, enter a world of madness in what 2015 Turkish surrealistic horror film. Okay, my first... I can't say that word for shit. My first hint. Is this a movie that I have seen? Actually, honestly, I don't think we've ever seen this together. Then I probably wouldn't know it. Okay, so the answer is Baskin. Yeah, I wouldn't know that one. Anyway, next one for you. Is that a crossbow? It's a crossbow. Okay, good. You'll you'll need this one to win the game. Fuck yeah, do it. Okay, a New York City composer moves into a secluded mansion after his family is killed and starts to feel the presence of a ghost in what 1980 film? The Changling. Yep. Yep. Based on the 1982 film written by Stephen King and directed by George A. Romero, what horror anthology series was made into a Shudder original series in 2019? Creepshow. Yeah, and you win. But see, like, this just goes to show how updated this version is, because you and I watched that show, Yeah, and it which, was released not too long ago. Which, I love that show, by the way. I think they definitely did very good justice to it. I wish they would have had more episodes, though. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish they did too, but it's okay. It's whatever. So yeah, you win. Mm-hmm. 
Did you want to play another round? Or yeah, do you want to play, play? Let's play another round. You want to play a different game, or do you want to play the same game? Same game. All right, all right. If we get the same cards as before, we'll just skip them. But uh, you go first this time, or did I go first? Uh, last I went. Time? Actually, I already got this one here. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we put these aside? Kick your knees up, step in time. Okay. A pet alligator. Oh. Pet alligator is flushed down a Chicago toilet and becomes a large mutant in what 1980 film? Alligator. <laughs> yes. We saw that one like last year, right? Yes, it's very entertaining. Oh, okay. I like the second one. Man, I'm so jealous of your card here. Okay. A suicidal teenager is puppeted by his own veins in what 1987 film? Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors. This is why I love you. Yeah, and I believe... Even though they don't sponsor us anymore, Fright Rags had just put out a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors collection of t-shirts. Yep. And I'm surprised you didn't get a t-shirt off of that collection when you recently ordered from them, Colin. It's, I mean, there was tons of great options I could have went for, but I saw the werewolf one and I was like, I had to get that. The Wolfman? Wolfman? Yeah. Yeah. But I was kind of pissed that I didn't get the um, the new Lost Boys t-shirt that had the vampires everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, comic book design t-shirt. And I wanted that. I'm like, fuck. But it's okay. I'll get that next time. Right. And, uh... Yeah, no, but definitely go to Fright Rags and buy their stuff because it's amazing shit. And Ben, you, we love you. You might know these ones. Okay. Right, go ahead, go. So in the 2016 film, Better Watch Out, mm-hmm. a babysitter must defend herself in a suburban home during what holiday season? Christmas. Herbert West is a medical student who invents a reagent that can reanimate deceased bodies in what 1985 film reanimator which by the way the, the, name, the title of the movie is in the question yeah like, so it's like it's not the hardest question if you know if you know it well if you ever seen the film but honestly though i feel like with me i've always thought that reanimator was basically the 80s um the 80s version of frankenstein yeah. But much more hardcore and more gory. Okay. Yes, but anyway, I will go next. All right. Kirstie's Uncle Frank's last words were Jesus wept in what Clive Barker film? Ooh, Hellraiser. Yep, which I felt like just saying earlier that this house kind of reminds me of that, but no. Which I have no problem with. I think that's and awesome. I actually learned what that phrase actually means from a Shudder uh, horror countdown. I just thought it was a line from the Bible. It kind of is, but like in some cultures, Jesus wept is kind of like a, a more, I don't want to say scholar scholarly, but it's a more, it's a different phrase for the for the term, oh boy. Like, oh boy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, like hooray. Yeah. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> huzzah. I like saying huzzah. That's a good but one. But that's kind of creepy. Anyway. Which actress stars in the 2003 film Gothica? About a, um, uh, a psychiatrist who wakes up as a patient in the asylum where she works. Hey, Halle, ba- yes. Halle Berry? Yes, yes. Yeah. You got it. You got it, girl. All right. All right. Next. Frank Darabont directed this adaptation of a Stephen King novella featuring one of the bleakest endings for her father. The Mist? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> why? I can't believe I guessed that. I never even watched the whole film. Who directed the 2015 gothic romance film Crimson Peak featuring Tom Hiddleston and Sir Thomas Sharp? 
Yo, we've seen this film, but I forgot who. I had actually never it. seen this film. I thought you saw it with me and Carolyn. No, I didn't. Didn't you come with us? No. We watched Crimson Peak together. Crimson Peak? Yeah, it was twenty no. back in twenty fifteen. All three of us went to the movie to go see it. I remember. I that. never watched it though. You liar. You know what? I'll ask Carolyn. I'll text her later today. Be like, hey, did we go see uh, Crimson Peak with Leah as well? If you are wrong, you owe me an apology on next week's podcast. Fine. I'll do that. Because I am man enough to do that. All right. I don't know who the director is. You don't know who the director is? No. I don't care. I mean, I've seen the film. It was an okay gothic film, but yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Really? Well, he has come up with some bad movies, but yeah. What? I'm sorry. You know what? Am I wrong? Your turn. Am I wrong? Your turn. All right. Never mind. Wait. I already asked a question, didn't I? Where no. Did you you, oh. you answered questions. Oh, okay. God. But you haven't asked them. Nope. I want to. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's your pile. <laughs> it's your pile. This, this slasher film character is also referred to as the shape. Michael Myers. Wrong. No, it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Michael Myers. Don't you dare do that to me. I was about ready to strangle you. I'm like, don't you do that to me. See, that's why I wanted to keep it in this episode. This this part would be hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> You're such a dick. Snoop Dogg and Pam Greer. You better get this one right oh because God. I've seen this film. This film is oh. actually very silly but very creepy at the same time. Okay, go. Snoop Dogg and Pam Greer star in what 2001 film about a vengeful spirit seeking to clean up this neighborhood? Oh, I don't know. Oh my fucking god. I truly don't know. Come on, lady. I've said this more than once. I have no clue. <sighs> it's not like a, one of those scary movie parodies, is it? No, it's actually quite serious. Okay. It's like a a quite serious like urban urbanized like horror film. Okay. What what's in our what's in our bodies? Blood? No. <laughs> what holds us together? Bones? Bones. Is that what it's called? Bones? Yeah. Oh. See, that that's a good hint you could have given me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then all I have to do is just point at you being like, correct. All right. During a family ritual, what game card is pulled during the bride's wedding night in the movie Ready or Not? Wait, what? 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 During a family ritual, mm-hmm. what game card is pulled during the bride's wedding night in the movie Ready or Not? Hide and Seek? Yes. Okay. Actually, I've never seen that film, but it's so funny. It's a, it's a, it sounds like a good film based yeah. on what a lot of people have told me about it, but we have not watched it yet. Also, just it like... Needs, it also needs to be available on streaming services where we can watch it so we can finally talk about it. Anyway, go Honey, ahead. Honey, so I just want to let you know on the last... I just want to let you know on the last question that we did for, the, for Bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't want you to give up that easily. That's why I was like, you know what? I have to give her some hints because this is a too easy of a question to not pass up. Okay, next question. Yep, go on. What is the name of the company that manufactures manufactures Halloween masks in the movie Halloween 3 Season of the Witch? Um, Shamrock. No. I mean, it's in the name, but what else is it? Um, Three more days till Halloween, 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 three more days till Halloween. Urban Shamrock. No. Oh, Herbert Shamrock? No. Fuck. That's two guesses. Is there a, can I get another guess? There's a color associated with this, but it's not green. Two more days till Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween, two more days till Halloween. Mm-mm, shamrock. Okay, so it's like one word, two syllables. Yes. 
Um, this is going to be the question that makes or breaks you. I'm going to hate this for the rest of my life. I'm going to, like, destroy that movie. I'm never going to want to watch it ever again. This is... Oh. One more day till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Are you really counting down now? <laughs> One more day till Halloween. No. Mm-mm. Shamrock. All right. There's, all right, there's names of colors that are, no, not that one. One word, two syllables. There, all right. There. It's a metallic color, if that also, that's your second hint. <laughs> Wait, violet, no. Um, orange, no. Um, metallic, not orange. Why, why, how would orange be a metallic color? I don't know. <laughs> Anything could be metallic. Anyway, no, um. I might even have counted the guesses wrong, but I'm just going to let you try one more time. Yellow. Before no. you're done. Metallic. Marble? No. Um, Marble's a type of rock. It's not metallic. I can't give up. Um. <sighs> it's a color that's not green, and it has two syllables. It's a dark color? No, it's a lighter color. It's a lighter metallic color. Whitish. No. Um, Whitish? Whitish shamrock. No. No. I'm going to hate myself so much for this shit. What is it? Silver shamrock. One more day till Halloween. Silver shamrock. I told you this was going to be the question that made or break you, and you are pissed right now. Worst movie of all time. All right, your turn. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Worst fucking movie. Fuck that movie. I actually don't mind it that Fuck. Much. Fuck Atkins. Fuck him. I love Tom Atkins. Fuck he Tom Atkins. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Actually, you know what? I do like I do like Season 3, Season of the Witch. I just don't like that name. All right, go. What 2010 Norwegian film found footage fantasy film begins with three student filmmakers investigating reports of illegal poaching. I wouldn't know this I one. fucking knew this is the movie. Did we Have we watched it? No, you've not watched okay, it, but I've seen clips know. of this. I wouldn't know that. You want me to tell you? Sure, because I'm giving up. I'm giving up on you. Wait, what's that song? Oh, just... Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, are you talking about Say Something? Say Something, I'm giving up on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I might as well with this one, because this is Troll Hunter. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. That's actually a pretty interesting film. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't, you can't figure out this one. Oh. Yeah. But this one is, you've got the body, I've got the brain. Name the movie. I don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, okay. Here. Take it. <laughs> Take it. Leave me. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm just kidding. All right. In this 2016 French film, a vet school freshman is forced to eat rabbit kidney, sparking a great hunger for flesh. Name that movie. Can you say that again? In this 2016 French film, a vet school freshman is forced to eat rabbit kidney, sparking a great hunger for flesh. Oh, shit. I don't I don't know, but it sounds familiar. You give up? No, fuck you. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, no. I probably should give up, but I'm just going to guess one movie because I feel like this might be it. It's not. Let the right one in, right? Because that's no. an earlier, older film. No. Oh, no, it is an older film. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's 2016 French film, but it's yeah. not It's not Let the Right All right, line. let me... Yeah, tell me what it is. It's raw. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. I really hate Tom Atkins, Tom Atkins, Tom Atkins. I, oh, my God. <laughs> what is the job of Keith or Sutherland's character in the movie Mirrors? 
What is the what is Kiefer Sutherland's Wait, job? Wait, you've never in the seen Mirrors, years? have you? No. Okay, never mind then. So the guess is here is security guard. That's the answer. You didn't even give me a chance to guess. You, you've never seen Mirrors, so how are you supposed to guess? I would have narrowed it down a bit. I mean, I get, I get two hints. Well, I'm sorry. I was just trying to make it easier on you. All right. In the sequel to Happy Death Day, the Happy Death Day to You main character Tree gets accidentally transported where? Um, we never seen either of these movies. We have them yeah, on DVD, but gets, though. But gets transported to the first film. Nope. Wait, where does she get transported to? She gets transported to a parallel universe. Oh. But but back to the first film, right? Sort of. So, in, okay, so in the... I only know the concept that in Happy Death Day, this girl dies on her birthday every single day. And it's like Groundhog Day. She wakes up next yeah, morning. Yeah, like horror version. After she dies, she wakes up back to the day and morning of her birthday. And she has to go through her day and try to figure out who's, who's trying to kill her. And then in Happy Death Day to you... She's finally able to move on to the next day after her birthday, but someone in her college campus uh, created a device that unlocked parallel universes, and she accidentally gets sucked into one of them, and it's a little bit different than her own universe, but she kind of goes through the same premise. She gets killed and revived, killed and revived, yeah. Okay, well, it's my turn to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. So, which which ones have you have yet? I have the cross, and I have the chainsaw, and the crossbow. So I just need a machete and an axe. Kind of like the last round we played. A sweet and addictive dessert claiming to have zero calories turns what people uh, turns people into zombies like creatures in what 1985 film? Oh come on, this is so easy. What zero calorie snack item? Yeah, it's a sweet and addictive dessert <clears throat> claiming to have zero calories turns people into zombie-like creatures in what 1985 film? It's not Attack of the Killer Donuts, is it? No. That's a movie? Yeah. Not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Is that what it is? No, no, oh. your guess. There's no Attack of the Killer Donuts. There's Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I thought there was. I might be wrong. Anyway. I wish I saw that film. Is the name of the food in the title? Oh yeah, the name of the food is in the title, but it's okay. like it's like two words. And so it's a two-worded snack item. That's the title of the movie. Well, it's one word, but they put one word in front of it. It's 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 some interesting stuff. Let's say. I have no clue. We haven't seen this movie, have we? No, but I actually just gave you a little guess. Well, you gave me a couple of hints, but I don't no. know. Well, I kind of. <laughs> a sweet and addictive snack food. Is it chocolate? Like killer chocolate? <laughs> no, it's not. I don't, I don't know then. All right, you give up? Yeah, I officially give up. The stuff. The stuff? The stuff. That's what it's called. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> do you want to. Yeah, do you want to. Because it's. 8.30 right now. No, no, no. I mean, no, I mean, why don't we do this? So I have three. You only have one. Yeah. Why don't we 
play one more round to round things out and whoever gets the most at the end wins. Here, I'll tell you what. I need two more cards to win. You need four more cards to win. So I got a better idea. Let me let me try something different, okay? Okay, since we're kind of crunching on time with our own personal schedules, I came up with a really good idea. So I've pulled the last four cards you need to win. Mm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you all the questions off of these four cards. Whichever ones you guess correctly on both questions, you get. Mm. And then I gave you the two cards that I need to win. You're going to ask me those. And if I get them correctly, I, you know, we'll tally up however much we get at the end of it. Okay? Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll have you go first because ladies go first. All right. So this is the crossbow card. Who produced and directed the 2020 film The Rental about two couples who grew suspicious they're being spied on by their rental house? Oh, have I seen this? I don't think so. But this is actually, I think, somebody we you know, not personally, but you know of. Oh? Yeah, I believe he's the brother of a very famous actor. Hemsworth? No. Oh. Let's guess the number one. Um, Raimi? No. Oh. I'll give you, that's your, so the director is the brother of a very famous actor. That brother is friends with Seth Rogen, if that helps. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to guess? Take a couple guesses before you are officially done? Um, is friends with Seth Rogen? So this, this director's brother is friends with Seth Rogen. Who has Seth Rogen worked with who has brothers? I don't know. Okay, you give up? Yes. Dave Franco. Oh, yeah, James Franco's brother. Yes. He was a director? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's weird. Okay, this is the chainsaw <laughs> card. First question is, Joel McHale plays a father reconnecting with his daughter when their lake house is broken into by escaped convicts in what 2020 film? Have I seen this film? No. Oh, shit. Well, it's a, it's a, I'll give you the hint. The title of the film is a female name. Lady? Oh, no. I don't. How many female names do you know? A lot, but in, in a film? Yeah. Joe McHale plays a father reconnecting with his daughter when their lake house is broken into by escaped convicts in what 2020 film? I don't so, know. Joe McHale plays a father. His daughter is the name. Wait, do I know Joe McHale? Joe McHale. You know Joe McHale. I'm trying to remember. He, he's a guest panelist on The Masked Singer. Oh, from Community? Yes. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know, honey. I've never Becky. seen Becky. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. So what 2019 film was based on a series of short horror stories for children written by Alvin Schwartz? This is the cross card. Um, you and I have seen this movie. In theaters and at home. For children? Yeah. Short horror stories for children written by Alvin Schwartz. I'm pretty sure you have read these. Oh, when you the scary school. stories to tell. Yes. Yep. There you go. That's right. Yep. A group of students fight off a zombie horde with song in what 2017 British Christmas zombie musical film? Oh, my God. Um, you uh, know this one. Um, who is it? Uh Jenny and the Apocalypse? Or... No. Colin, you know this movie. I know, but... You was play some... the soundtrack. I know, it was something in the Apocalypse. What's her name? You play the soundtrack in an annoyingly I'm... amount of time. During Christmas. What is it? <sighs> I'm pretty sure you even talked about it on the podcast, too. I... Yes, I have, but fuck, I forgot her first name. 
I'm so it's very mad. it's a very common name. There's I'll, a lot of common names, honey. I'll tell you Jennifer what. Jennifer and the Apocalypse. No, it's not Jennifer. Oh. You said Jenna, I said no, and you just said Jennifer. That's it. Does again, it start no. with a J? No, it doesn't start with a J. It starts with an A. Oh, oh, um. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um I'll give you another hint. Remember the TikTok video I showed you this morning about the duo, the pop duo? Oh, a- Annie and the Apocalypse. It's Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna. I'm going to give it to you because you need it. Okay. <laughs> okay? All right. All Thank right. you. Thank you. I appreciate this is, that. This is the last card for you. It's the Axe card. I feel like you're going to win no matter what, but yeah. Demon Knight is the first subtitle in a the- theatrically released of what horror anthology Tales series? Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one you should know. I know it's not your favorite trilogy, but who wrote, directed, and produced the second film in the Firefly film series, The Devil's Rejects? Rob Zombie. Yes. <laughs> I would just watch Devil's Rejects recently because I like to, you know, rewatch movies that I enjoy. What animal becomes a significant character and symbol in the 2019 film Midsummer? <sighs> the bear. <laughs> yes. Okay, what's the second question? In 1982, a doctor attempts to shock a dying man back to life only to have the man's chest transform into a giant mouth and bites off his arms. The thing. Yeah. John Carper's thing. Yep, you got it. Cool. All right, tagline. Check in, relax, take a shower, name the movie. Hotel Hell. No. Is it not Hotel Hell? No, it's not Hotel Hell. It's, no. What, what, read the tagline again? Check in, relax, take a shower. What movie do you love that does that? Is it Psycho? Yes. Okay. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know all the taglines here. Yeah, well you should. Anyway. Go ahead. What was the alias of Freddy Krueger before he was killed by angry parents? What was his alias? Yeah, what was like his nickname? Son of a Thousand Maniacs? No, no, no. Of where he's from. Oh, isn't it like Springfield Slasher or something like that? You got Spring Down, but it's not Field. Spring. Springdale? No. Okay, if it's not Springfield and it's not Springdale, Springboard. (laughs) No, knock on what? Wood? Springwood? Slasher? Yes, you got it. Okay. You got it, you won. Oh my goodness. So I win this round. You <laughs> not come springboard. <laughs> they should call him the springboard slasher. He'd be a surfer <laughs> murderer. <laughs> Dang it, man. You're going to die. All right. So I think we got a pretty good, fun episode for everybody. <laughs> yes, oh my God. Oh, uh, that was, that was intense. Yeah. I love that. We should do that again sometime. Anyway. We will. You're I, like, you're like, never. I mean, next week, hopefully we'll have a re- movie review for everybody, but this was a fun game and I like, I kind of like the way we rounded it off at the end. Yeah. So anyway, we, uh, this has been a fun one, like she said, and I'm glad you all were here to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And we will have another episode up soon, especially now that we're kind of a little more settled than we were. Yeah. And we're still going to move stuff in our house, like still get stuff out of our boxes, but it won't stop us from doing another episode. Right. So until then, um, I'm glad you all were here to listen to us and thank you for listening. Yep. And this has been a fun episode of the Abbey Normal Podcast. I'd like to thank my wife for bringing us back from the dead. I hope you all have a wonderful Sunday. And this has been 
the Abbey Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Aaliyah. Signing off saying, stepping time. As always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are currently on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe, or a nice review for our podcast. It helps boost our show positively. You can also follow us on Instagram and now on TikTok.